Should we just call this our warm-up, our getting used to having hot yeah. mics on? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That way I'm not whispering into your, this is a big fucking deal. <laughs> well, if hanging out and drinking is something that you want to do, well, let me introduce you to my boys, Matt and Drew. For fun and laughs and spirits, there's just one place to go. It's time for the Whiskey Tequila Friday Show. Whiskey Tequila Friday Show with my boys, Matt and Drew. Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday, Matt. And happy Friday to everybody, and welcome to another episode of Whiskey Tequila Fridays, our podcast where we drink some whiskey, we drink some tequila, we educate, and we libate. All right. Thanks for joining us once again, all of you listeners out there. We are back. We are back, yes. My name is Matt. I am the uncertified whiskey hunter, and with me, my partner in agave, Drew. Drew, how are you? Man, I'm doing great. All right. A little rusty. It's been a while. It has. Yeah. I think we're going to be okay because, you know, this is exciting. We are having so much fun with this. We have a lot of episodes kind of in the can. Yep. As they say, in in the biz. In the biz. (laughs) We don't know exactly when this will drop. We're hoping that this drops relatively early in the year for a couple of reasons. One... What we're drinking is relevant and... We've got some time-sensitive hooch here. Yeah. And it's already gone, you know, Mm, pretty much. It's out there. It's still out there. You might find it. Yeah, you you can definitely find it. There's still cases popping up. But the second reason is that I wanted to take a moment just to glow. Can we just bask in the the joy? Do you need a cigarette? I I mean... we we will look back on this years from now and we will say you know that was our first our first episode and i'm speaking of our wonderful episode to to start off the the new year right our wonderful episode with Jeff Ernst and Sean Miller of Packaged Group where we tasted the lovely tequila primo and the St. Liberty Birdie's Bear Gulch and we had a great interview i think it couldn't have gone any better right when two guys that have really only been looking at each other's mugs for the <laughs> right. better part of it was nice to see two other mugs yeah <laughs> but they i mean they really knew what they were doing they were relaxed i you know i was nervous we were excited right right but they, they well, took and a we've very... never done anything even approaching an interview episode right and you how long have we known each other me and you over a decade yeah. right It'll be, it's it's nine years. Yeah, it'll be 10 years in uh, 2024. Yeah. Do you remember that? That what, Do you yeah. remember what was I wearing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but we've known each other for so long, and we've spent so much time together on different projects and, and just hanging out and whatever, that it, it's hard to bring two new people in who are strangers. Yes. And still have any kind of flow. Well, it was... it was, And it, it was, was all on them. It was they, remote. They did awesome. Yeah. 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 And it was remote, yeah. right? Yeah. It was they our were first great show. We weren't just sitting here at your at your little table here. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> but yeah, they they were professionals. You could tell that they had done it before, yep. you know. And how great was it 
that they announced on our show. Oh my gosh, right? That they went from being more than just the brand manager to being the exclusive importer for G4 and Primo on our show. Insane. I don't know if everybody truly realizes what that means, but... I I stuck it there in the cold (laughs) open, so hopefully people got it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There was some news coming. You you compared us to Woodward and Bernstein. Yeah, which one do you want to be? <laughs> and, I, and I compared us more to like Lewis and Clark. I took a little more rugged historical approach to it. Like right. The pioneers of yeah. bringing news and events and educating and libating <laughs> to our fans. I would say they probably did a fair amount of libating. Oh, yeah. Lewis and, probably Woodward and Bernstein, too. <laughs> I would. I don't know. I don't know. Just from what, I, what we've seen about newsmen. Right. Hi. No, that was an awesome show, and I just couldn't get over the great information, the insight to both brands. Yeah. It was a great time. We need yeah. more guests. Yeah, no, learning learning that in Texas they use thicker staves. Who knew? Little things here and there that we just, you and I were kind of like, okay, because we were a little bit pressed for time. Right. Or at well, least Jeff was. At least Jeff was. <laughs> right. But when we were trying to steer the ship, right? As yes. as the organizers, as the interviewers, right? We knew that we wanted to keep it tight for his hard out, as they say, in the biz, right? <laughs> but we also knew that we had to have time for... I love how we have one guest and suddenly we're like, well, in the biz. <laughs> we're old pros, right? But but no, we, we, had to, we had to have time for tasting the whiskey and then yeah. tasting the tequila getting those questions in we had great questions they had they had wonderful answers for us yeah. and we still made time for the quick sips we have the video of you blasting that in the <laughs> mic and those two guys they must have had their volume all the way up yeah when you would clean the glasses over zoom zoom did not like that it right. it totally cut it out i had to cut in a fake yeah, you, you I'm letting me, people you did, in. Yeah, you did a little splice. So, in. As they say in the biz, what we do in post. <laughs> so, <laughs> when you played that horn, though, it took it all. And yeah. Zoom allowed that, I guess. And it, you blasted those two guys out. And yeah. Jeff jumped. Yeah, he jumped. He I jumped six it, inches in his yeah. chair. It was awesome. Again, thanks, guys. If you happen to be listening, we loved that show, and we will continue to sing the praises of those spirits. That was wonderful. And uh, do you have yeah. that bottle still? Do you have that tequila primo? I have that tequila yeah. primo. Right. There's a little bit right. left in there. Okay. You got to remember, right. it's been, what, over a month yeah, since it was. we recorded that episode. Yep. I mean, you know, I but, don't want it to go bad. No, no. But, <laughs> but, but it's definitely on my list of... Of tequilas to buy. Yeah. Yeah. It's strong. All right. So enough glowing, enough yeah. <laughs> reminiscing. Yeah, okay. Are we ready to move on here? We're ready to move All on. Right. Yeah. So we, we do have two spirits today. I'm excited about this one. I mean, this, this is really cool. We have, for the first time, we have a show that actually the two spirits are connected in more ways than one here. Yeah. You know? So for my whiskey, I brought the Whittle Jane, aged 10 years. And it's, it's a 10-year bourbon out of New York. And mm-hmm. what do you have? So I've got the Tequila Ocho Reposado Barrel Select Widow Jane. Oh. 
we've had a couple of barrel selects on the show before. This is their 2022 limited edition release. A thousand cases of Tequila Ocho aged in Widow Jane 10-year barrels. Yes. And aged for how long, do you know? Uh, you said some, some kind of multiple of 64, right? Eight, right. eight weeks, eight days? Or? Eight weeks, eight days, 64 days, eight squared. That's there incredible. are a handful of things that line up with eights and ocho, and there's a lot of other BS that people think. <laughs> that is one that has been confirmed. But there's more. What's the proof on this tequila? That is another great story. This is a 91 proof. So 45.5%. It is so nice to get a tequila with some extra proof. Yeah. It's always nice to get a little bit higher proof tequila. Yeah. And it's the same proof as the Widow Jane. What? So this somebody, is amazing. Somebody knew what they were doing. There's a really strong connection here. Right. These, these, are, these are meant to be. And I know we just said we weren't going to mention it anymore, but going back to the Primo and the St. Liberty, I think those were 43%, right? Were those both 86 proof? They, it was a higher proof. I don't remember yeah. exactly what it was, but I love the fact. And we didn't have time to mention it or talk about it. Right. But, but we know for a fact, Sean told us he was in on the committee in on the decision-making process to get that tequila primo to be released at a higher proof. Right. And I love that because... It makes so much difference. It really can stand out on the shelf when you have all of these Blancos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All oh, at All 80 these tequilas proof. all at 80 proof. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So are we ready? Oh my gosh. Right. I'm so excited. It's not like we haven't tasted these before. No, no, we, we have. But that's why I'm excited because they're so good. <laughs> so, so Widow Jane is an interesting story. Um, it, it's a sourced bourbon, you know, they've been okay. sourcing from Kentucky, Indiana, and Tennessee. And so it's hard to tell exactly where this might come from. If we might get a little bit of that Tennessee minerality, or if we can maybe tell from which distillery in Kentucky it comes from. Oh, okay. Or if it's an MGP, you know, because they're going to blend them together. It's going to be a mix. But they use, similar to what St. Liberty is doing, they're use, they're sourcing the barrels, but then using the water in the New York region to, water, to, to proof it down. Okay. So they're using their water to to prove it down to that 91 proof and i i say we get right into it what do you think why not what are yep. you getting on the nose so there's a little bit of that minerality mm-hmm. you know there's but a little it, bit but it comes off as almost like a fruity sweetness yeah, for me there's definitely some fruit definitely some sweetness and i get a good oak presence you know that's the best thing about a 10 year bourbon Russell's 10-year, Eagle Rare 10-year. When you nose it, you know you're going to get that oak presence. Right, just right. been sitting in that barrel for a while. Maybe a little hotter than 91 on the nose. Okay, I, I would give you would that. You, I mean, I don't know if that's the spice. 70 corn, 20 rye, 10 malted barley. So, okay. fa- so fairly high rye. Sure. You and I like the high rye I bourbons. I definitely like the high rye bourbons. I'm ready. You ready? Cheers. There's a lot there. I got mm-hmm. toasted caramel. Mm-hmm. I got some banana bread. I got some other fruits. Ooh. I got some definitely an oak presence, you know. 
like a toffee, like a hard toffee candy presence. There's a lot going on. How about you? The banana bread was, there was a nondescript sweetness there that I'll give you banana bread. Now that you say it, makes perfect sense. Did you get that Tennessee whiskey kind it's, of Flintstone vitamin aftertaste? Yeah, yeah. There, it's there, but I wouldn't call it off-putting. I wouldn't say mm. it's so predominant that it's all I'm thinking about. Right. Oftentimes in a lot of those bourbons that are from Tennessee or the Tennessee whiskeys, it, it's almost distracting. But that's just from my palate. So that's we, my we've preference. We've had one before that I thought was just overpowering and, and just I didn't think was all that good. Like it was just too much of that sure. taste. Sure. This one, it kind of pops in quickly, lets you know, hey, I'm from Tennessee, and then <laughs> moves on. But I think, again, because I think they're blending from the Indiana barrels and the Kentucky barrels, I think it's where you're going to get that little bit of nuance of different things and the fruit and the caramel and that minerality. And who knows, maybe the water in New York is a little bit similar to that, Okay, you know, that limestone water that they use in Tennessee. Maybe that's what we're getting. I, I don't know. Sure. But I'm in for another taste, though. How about you? Cheers. So we can talk price just for a minute. Because, again, okay. 10-year bourbon, a 10-year whiskey, you're going to pay for, you know, for that time in the barrel. And I don't want to, I don't want to sound too curmudgeon or too, too <laughs> finicky, but... This one's it's up there, you know, $75. Okay. And the fact that I can get Russell's 10 for $34, yeah. I can get Knob Creek for 38 I right. can get Eagle Rare for 40 if it's on the shelf. But there are aged bourbons out there. Mm-hmm. However, for a nice for a nice bottle, I, I love the real simple design. Mm-hmm. I love the real, just the the white band label. Sure, you know it. It's very unassuming. It's a nice looking bottle, and I like kind of the the A team font on the right. label. It's <laughs> kind of that kind of that like not quite real military font. Right. Yeah. No. That that's a good. That's a good. It's <laughs> a good shout out there. I like it. Or you would you would imagine like one of those the old typewriter. Just like the the head hitting the paper. Right. Right. Oh, see, you're you're even going like that roller head. I'm thinking of like the big like arms. You know? Yeah. Bing. Showing our age. All right. One final sip. Please. Cheers. Cheers. Anything different that time? You know, on the second one, that minerality came out a little bit stronger and it kind of died down again. So I think just it's going to change a little bit every sip. It will. But I like this one. Yeah, I, I like that it changes. Mm-hmm. For me, it was a lot of oak. That yeah. soft, sweet oak really came out on that third sip. And so, you know, if I'm if I'm going to pour myself something that I I want that aged bourbon flavor, this is a great. It's a great whiskey to to sip on, and with that. We are set to move on. I'm excited to get into our tangent tonight. I have a good tangent for you. I hope you're prepared. I want you to be a little surprised, a little caught on your heels, but I know that you'll you'll do well. But I before know we do well. Before we get to it, let's talk about this tequila. Alright, so tequila Ocho, one of our favorite brands. We mention it all the time. We've had it on a handful of shows. We've recorded more 
to come. One thing that I really like of that Tequila Ocho does is that they're they're putting out kind of like a wine maker. They're putting out vintages. Yeah, they have a lot of special releases. They not only special releases, but there's there's a couple of Blancos that are released every year. So when you go to the store, you're going to see multiple years. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, on they, the shelf. Yeah, they kind of name their fields. They they name yeah. the vintage after the field and right. right. So you'll get a couple of different releases a year. They're they're doing more, and I'm seeing more and more of this too, just in tequila in general. Kind of a higher priced, limited release, special bottle that has the price to go along with it because <laughs> this one is also going to be in that $80 range. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, I'm actually, I'm seeing it listed now on, you know, reputable websites for more like a hundred. Sure. But then I just saw like a, a, a Instagram post or something. One of the local liquor stores here was like, Oh, we just picked up four more cases. Wow. Like that. Just some random suburban, Liquor yeah. store in Chicago gets four more cases out of the thousand. Late delivery or something. Yeah. yeah. And the, and they are not upcharging. I think they're in that $75 to $80 range. That's so good. That's it's good. out there. Yeah. But I'm, I'm a fan. I mean, I'm a fan oh of what gosh. they do. You know, it's... Yeah. So, you know, Tequila Ocho, Carlos Camarena, the the brother here from, you know, it, it was funny. We... Right, Sean, men- Sean mentioned the sibling rivalry yeah. between Carlos yeah. and Felipe, which I, I don't think is a secret, right? How could you be two of the best at what you do and not want to just be right? Want to be number one? I but, mean, come on. But how? All I can say is that they're making you know like the rising tide raises all ships, right? Yeah. If if their little rivalry keeps that going, then oh I'm gosh. all for it. All then for keep, it. Keep it going. Exactly. Exactly. So this, you know, Tequila Ocho is the Carlos Camarena, the late Tomas Estes. This was their collaboration, Tequila Ocho, because it was the eighth iteration and they decided that that was the best one they had made to date and that was the one that they were going to put out. I love it. One of our favorite tequilas. Yes. There's nothing controversial there. I can speak for you in this case. Yes. 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 (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So this is single estate, deep well water. There is some wood fermentation, 100% agave, of course, open air fermentation. I think we've talked before about fermenting with fibers and without fibers. This one is listed as without fibers, copper pot still, and then, of course, the aging in the Widow Jane barrels. Yeah. What are you getting on the nose for this? It just, it's it's like the, the whiskey gives a push you know, like on a football, a football team, mm-hmm. when the when the running back is just up in that scrum, right, he's, and he's, he's right. on the on the one yard line, right, and you think, oh man, they're not going to score, right, right. But then, and then a couple, couple big beefies <laughs> come in behind, a couple yeah. of three fifty pound linemen go, <laughs> yeah. no, we're getting in, yeah, and they just push it on through, yeah. That's what this. That's what the whiskey is doing to this agave. The, the the earthy the floral the all the sweet the punch of that cactus it's really coming through mm-hmm. but then there is that little bit of that little bit of caramel that little bit of toffee again if you're not used to nosing tequila right. you're going to be overwhelmed with just agave you you have to get acquainted with that smell because we don't have it in the american diet right and then you can pick up everything you can start that's behind to pick it. Pick up the other things, yeah. And there's a nice fruity, sweet smell. There is, yeah. I'm looking on the Tequila Matchmaker app, which if if our listeners haven't downloaded this and aren't using it regularly, then just log off. <laughs> like, 
You need. I can't help you at this point. You need to be downloading the app. You need to be, <laughs> yes, referencing the there, app to a, make your purchases. There's a good amount of people who mention pineapple. I don't know that I get pineapple. But I, I am getting like a high sweet fruit. Very, it's a high very sweet. Fruit. sweet. Yeah. Oak, baking spice, you're still getting that whiskey barrel influence. Definitely. Oh. Ready? Are we ready? Yeah. Salud. Salud. That's good. That's an incredibly long oh, finish. It is. That is a really long finish for only being 11 more points proof. You know, yeah. that is a really long, strong finish. But it's it's incredibly fruity. It's incredibly oaky. There's right. there's obviously there's agave. Obviously there's nice soft cooked mm-hmm. agave. Mm-hmm. But there's like there's like this Wood soaked in honey kind of note oh, nice. that I got. Like if you just took a stave from a barrel and just dipped <laughs> yeah. it in a bunch of honey. What I love about this is that it's still agave forward. Super sweet cooked roasted agave. A nice little peppery tingle. Yeah. Is that the extra proof? Well, I was going to say like a- along with that super sweetness, there is this underlying body there's a real strong body of yeah. pepper and oak yeah there's a darker support to those lighter notes which makes it very balanced and very complex yes i'm trying to go for that pineapple <laughs> i know i'm sitting yeah i'm with the you. power I'm of suggestion you. sometimes works but second sip okay power of suggestion yeah i totally got your honey on that one okay <laughs> but not the pineapple no, I'm I'm still not smelling pineapple. Yeah. I'm not tasting pineapple, but I'm with you on that. Where it's it went from a very fruity, high sweetness on the nose to that deep, dark honey sweetness on yeah. the mouth. There's a heft to this mm-hmm. that if if you were blinding me with a couple of riddles, I might say that this is an añejo. Sure, Do you know what I oh, mean. Sure, because of that, that you know, only eight weeks. Come on. Yeah. I mean, that is really a lot of oak influence, a lot of barrel influence, even the color. You know, you and I know that a Reposado with no additives, a Reposado that's yeah. confirmed additive-free, right. a right. clean Reposado, as we like to call it, is not going to have a lot of color to it. But even this in the light, you can see that there's a decent amount of... There, there's a good bit of color. They sometimes joke that Tequila Ocho and Yeho is the world's best Reposado. Yeah. Like, it's just such a light color and light flavor, but it's it's got this depth that only being in there for a year can give you. Yeah, yeah. I can't say that I've had Ocho and Yeho. Have you? No, we have. Well, I think it was one of the barrel selects. Oh, okay. That we had was an Añejo. Okay. okay. And then we've yeah, definitely, right. we've definitely right. recorded a few... Yeah, we did the show with the eight ocho, the ocho ocho, right? That still <laughs> that still needs a little fine tuning. Still hanging out there somewhere. Yeah. Why has it not been released? I don't know. Yeah, that's right. But things come up. I would. I'm. I'm thinking more like the regular on the shelf and yeho. For sure. If we bought a bottle of that and then blended with this, we might have a hard time. Yeah. Because yeah. of that bold, that bold oak heft that comes with this. Yeah. It's delicious. I, I love it. One more sip. I think we need one more sip. Yeah. It it just gets better. What do you think? I mean, the, I'm actually I actually got a little bit of um, minerality that time. Yeah. Did you get a little minerality? Yeah. Like, but in a good way. It's very balanced enough with the sweetness, with the oak, with the 
the agave that it it just it just works. It's yeah. the minerality you expect from something that has like deep well water or a spring water versus rainwater. Correct. And yeah, no, it's the minerality that we love in other things, but not. I didn't get the salty brine. Right. Not a ton of petrichor. Right. Or like mushroom kind of thing. Right. And I, I I might even be tasting whiskey. Right. Like maybe yeah. I can even taste. I'm not going to say, because again, power of suggestion. If you blinded me, would I be able to say this one was aged in whiskey and that one was aged in rum? I don't know, but I right. feel like I would with this one. Right. Sure. No. I follow you. Yeah. And you like to think that maybe... They got the barrels like nice and wet when they got them yes. down in Mexico. That was still, still some, <laughs> right. some whiskey like yeah, just sloshing around, like just at a the little bottom. bit sloshing around the yeah. bottom, right? Yeah, because that swirl this around a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Someone's like, "Should we dump this out?" And then other guys like, "No, no. don't dump that." Out. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, man, I I can't wait to put these two together. Is it time? Time for what? Is it time for the quick sips? (laughs) I got a little excited about the the Ocho here. I'm going to have to reload for a minute. How are you doing? All right. I'm going to have to reload too. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Let me pour some of this. Give me a minute. All right. While we're reloading, I have something for you. Okay. All right. So on a recent podcast, shout out to Rewatchables. They have this, they're doing this yeah, theme. Rewatchables. They're doing this theme of like movies <laughs> with only one title. Only one word in the title. Oh, okay. Okay. So like Goonies or, oh, you know, yeah. something like that. It okay, just has okay. one word, no three or four, three or four words, just one word. But what are some of your favorites that are one word in the title? Ooh. Heat. Banger. Oh, man. <laughs> You're starting off with the top of my list. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. Pacino, De Niro, Val Kilmer. I mean, come on. Not only is it a great story, it's one of my favorite Al Pacino performances. Because <laughs> he is all kinds of Al Pacino, you know? <laughs> a, just a tiny bit overacting, uh, right? Yes! <laughs> I do for you, you don't do for me, right? She got a great ass. You got your head all the way up. You know, I, man, I could quote that movie all day. Tone Loke. Oh, Remember Tone yes. Loke was the, yeah. it was like the tire shop yeah. informant guy? Yeah. Love got it. Got a lot of jailhouse tats. <laughs> I could, there was a time I could probably have recited that movie. And I think it's damn near three hours. <laughs> Absolutely. Love, love, love heat. All right. Can if I... we if we go that long for every single one, that yeah, no, we're no, 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 because no. we we're kind of we're kind of movie files here. <laughs> but right? I'm, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna give you one. Okay. All right. So you said heat. I'll say rounders. Oh, rounders! I mean, one of Ed Norton's best performances. I mean, Ed Norton, so good. Matt Damon was on point, but Ed Norton was fire on that show. Matt Damon was great, and John Malkovich in his Prime, it's a dirty old fucking man. joke anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I stick it in you. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, all right, you oh go. Oh my gosh, go. rounders. Oh man, that's a good one. That is. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna dig deep. All right, this is this is not gonna be. This is gonna be a huge divergence. Okay, was Divergence a movie? I think it was. <laughs> I don't know. Smoke. Have you ever seen it? I think I might have, but you were talking about it. I I don't. Yeah, I've mentioned it before. It's it's kind of an indie film. It it's got um, Harvey Keitel is like a, a cigar cigarette liquor store owner in on a corner in Brooklyn or something. And yeah, it's just all of the neighborhood people who come in and interact with them. And like William Hurt is in this, and he's got his own backstory. And it's just all the stories yeah. that that converge and intertwine. And and I love those two. I, I gotta check that one out again. I may have to revisit that because that might have been a long time ago. But oh. That, it's it's if you want to have a good like serious thinking kind yeah. of kind of deep movie that's yeah. a good one. All right. Okay, well, you got to hand me that Widow Jane here. All right. Cuz while I'm here, I will come back with something significantly less serious. Stripes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Let me ask you something. When is the last time you made pancakes and didn't give your wife the Aunt Jemima treatment? <laughs> I mean, you got to do it. <laughs> but, okay, so the name is escaping me, but his his partner, his friend, um, mm-hmm. and they did Ghostbusters together. Yeah, um, Bankman. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of the guy's name either. <sighs> because he... Right, only one of the most important comedy writers of right, the he, entire Right, he wrote like, a lot century. of the... Right, right. And when he, like, tackles Bill Murray... In right. the in the right. the auto field or whatever, he's like, "You talk me into this." <laughs> yes. So remember when I was mentioning this, a stupid '90s flick in the army? Now, that yeah. was basically Stripes, except it was Pauly Shore and Andy <laughs> Dick, Harold Ramis. Harold oh Ramis. God. How can you not think of that right? name? Oh my gosh. Similar theme, completely different movie. Platoon. Ooh, st- strong, heavy movie, but heavy. that's good for yeah. sure. For sure. Tootsie. Ooh. That's that's a deep dive right there. Because, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can that I, movie be made this, today? I was just going to say that to you. No. <laughs> the answer is no. I don't it's a resounding it no. But is it still funny? We laugh at different things these days. Yeah, right. Things that used to be funny that we laughed at, maybe we don't laugh at as much. But I, I wonder if this is universal. Big. Oh, we love Tom Hanks. <laughs> don't get me started. He does pee in it. Yes, he does. He does. Nobody else knows what we're talking about. Because <laughs> I have cut out every Tom Hanks geek out that we've done. Because they go on, we do 45 we, minute geek outs on Tom Hanks movies. It's a little unhealthy. <laughs> We're obsessed with the man. <laughs> All right. Rocky. Solid. All right. What else you got? I mean, I, you know, I love Constantine, but you're not a Keanu Reeves fan. Yeah. Uh, All right. But you've threatened me that I need to watch this. One that's a little creepy I'll throw out there is okay. Kids. Oh, man. Disturbing. That really? Yeah. Absolutely disturbing movie. And how about one that has a sequel that we can include? Hmm. 
Alien. Ooh, and aliens. There you go. Because they, they, they gave up on the <laughs> Alien 2. Nice. Now, let me ask you this. Is alien cubed? Is that one word? <laughs> sure. Because I, I think the, alien the number, or aliens 3, it was actually it's like a, a little... It was yeah. like a cube. I'll give it to you. It's permissible. I don't need but it. But is it as good? No. It's not as good as the first two. Alien was awesome. Aliens was awesomer. <laughs> it, it it really took that it really took that whole thing and just just went from sci-fi to like action flick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That that was that was awesome. Alright, Alien, Aliens, I love it. Same time frame, Wolf. Do you know the movie? I can't say I do. Jack Nicholson becomes oh, a werewolf. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't do very well, but I, I absolutely love that movie. Okay. How about Superman? I'll give you Superman. The special it's a effects. Classic. They they struggled to have those effects be as good as they were. You know what I mean? Like when you think about how far TV has gone, the special effects and the CGI. Like if that movie made today, well, you know, even some of the the ones now made today, Man of Steel or whatever. You know, the special effects have nothing. Sure. Off what the. Coat hangers and yeah, right. f- fishing line they were using right. for some of that stuff. Okay, you know? coat hangers and fishing line. Jaws. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's that's the I Ching of special effects, right? Amazing. Um, they... You know what I did not realize until I watched some special on it recently? You really don't see the shark that much. That's what... That's Most that's of it's where... kind of like point of view swimming as and, if you're the shark. And that's where horror movies got the oh. thing where if you don't see the villain, it's scarier, right. right? That's the whole premise. Okay, horror movies. Scream. Great flick. And I think it really brought back... It gave mm-hmm. a shot in the arm to those horror flick, those popcorn... Movie theater experiences. Yes. I think it really brought that back. It, it was the right? teen horror flick. Yeah. And there were some terrible ones that came after. <laughs> I thought Scream was solid yeah, on yeah, its own. Yeah. yeah, No, it was good. Another J movie, Jumanji. <laughs> but the original Jumanji. Oh, yeah. No, Robin not the new Williams. one. Yeah. Not the new one. No. Jumanji, give me another one. Okay. Let's, let's dig deep. Okay. Awful horror movies. Phantasm. <laughs> the tall man. The guy's name was the tall man. That was I his... have to be a hundred percent honest with you. I don't know oh, the that little... I have ever seen like the whole thing. I know I have seen snippets. The silver balls, the yeah. silver spheres, yeah. Right. And yeah. I remember that part. I remember the tall man. I didn't realize that was his name. I Phantasm. <laughs> That is amazing. Okay, so not really a horror, more like a suspense. Seven. Ooh, great one. Can we count that? that? Even though it's got the seven instead of a V? Are we so... No, it's one word. Yeah, no, that's good. And talk about, you know, Morgan Freeman just... Just rocking it. That that stretch. I mean, he had seven, and then he had uh, the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, he had, and a, he he had, had a ton of great so movies. So many great bangers. Oh my gosh. Oh, one that's a far stretch from anything Morgan Freeman did. <laughs> <laughs> How about Clerks ah! <laughs> or Mallrats? Ooh. Okay, Clerks. I'm giving you. Okay. Awesome. One word. Mallrats. Gets in on a technicality. 
It's one word on the title. It's one word on, on the, the title. I'm not sure if that should be one word. Grammatically, no, it shouldn't. All right. But there are some other ones like that, like Goodfellas. Okay. I mean, that's another one that... Goodfellas. Technicality. Right, right, right. Spelled out as one word. <laughs> War Games. Yes. Capital W, capital G. But no space. But no space. Yeah. I don't know. Could but, that movie be made today? No, well, not the way it was. Not with a right. computer the size of an RV in the room. Like right, <laughs> right. You know what's funny is you, if you think back, how many of these movies from the 80s and 90s, like, we're all surrounded about around trying to get to a phone. <laughs> or trying to get to a computer. <laughs> right. How many movies had phone booths in them? Right. Like, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so Mallrats, War Games, Goodfellas are all on a technicality, I think. <laughs> Tombstone. Oh. Oh, yeah. That one's on my top list. Yeah, for sure. I can remember watching Tombstone in the movie theater, and every time another big-name actor would come out, and I'm young-ish yeah. at the time. Like, I yeah. shouldn't know every big actor. They just keep pouring <laughs> out of that movie. I was right. like, this is incredible. Right. Deliverance. Oh, yeah. I tricked yeah. my wife into watching yeah. that. Um, uh, that's a far stretch from a Hunger Games sequel. <laughs> but, yes, Deliverance is a really Deliverance. good... Deliverance? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, is it that far of a stretch? <laughs> we think about the plot. So, I mean, survival, I, I guess, yeah. You know, I'm, you're being yeah. hunted. Sure. All right. Okay, being hunted. Hopefully that's not a... Uh, Spoiler alert for somebody. Okay, being hunted. Predator. Oh, awesome. I mean... How many Arnold movies have one word? Commando. Eraser. Predator. Did we just now say Predator twice? No, I'm just... I'm I'm thinking of Arnold movies with one word. Twins. Oh, my God. (laughs) I got to get in. I got to get into IMDb. (laughs) How many, oh my gosh, Arnold movies? Okay, maybe not as many as we thought. Did we name all four of them? <laughs> we're, we're, we're close. Okay. So you can't really say Terminator because it's the Terminator. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it gets it on a technicality if you don't count the the. But Predator, Commando, Twins. But then there's all these true lies, Total Recall, Kindergarten Cop, and a lot of two. Right. Yeah. Two word... Movies might be a different show. That will be a different show. Perhaps we should reel it back in. <laughs> oh, I'm not done with the list. Eraser. Dude, do you remember Junior? Oh, yeah. It was yeah. kind of... He has a baby or something? Yeah. yeah. And it also had Danny DeVito. Yes. But it wasn't the same characters at all as twins, but it the two of them just worked so well together. <laughs> I kind of wish they would do another one. You can't count any of the Conans because they were like Conan yeah, or Conan right. or however you say it, the Destroyer right. or whatever. I have not seen Aftermath, but that's 2017. Okay. Sabotage 2014. There's a handful of movies here that I just haven't seen. Maggie 2015. I haven't even heard of that. Before we reel it back in, All right. there's one that I wanted to mention. Okay. So I'm going to give you one. Okay. Casino. Oh, Because when yeah. you mention Goodfellas, then I just go to, yeah. right, Casino. What an amazing show. Yeah, I'm, 
I'm running dry here. Let me try to think. How about Fear? Marky Mark and who is the girl in that? Well, who is that blonde girl? I don't remember, but I will I will see your fear and I will raise you to Fargo. Oh, that's not even a competition. <laughs> Fargo is a great movie. Fear was just entertaining. Steve Buscemi. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Right? It's Reese Witherspoon. Okay. But it's right. one of her first movies. But yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Fargo. No, it's no competition. You can raise me that and I, I fold. <laughs> right? Going back to Rounders. Misery. Misery is good. That's really I good. I love that movie. Oh. Ti- Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> and then draw me like one of your French girls. <laughs> All right. I, I would be remiss if I did not mention Clueless. Great movie. Paul Rudd looks the same as he does now <laughs> as he did then. Right, right. But it's like 1994 <laughs> and he's aged eight years. That's it. Airplane. <laughs> Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's your cold open. <laughs> I'm serious. And don't call me Shirley. Uh, I love it. Okay, all right. We're ending it there. Um what um what are we doing? Yeah, we're quick sipping. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Let's do it. For our first time listeners, the quick sips is where we pair our two spirits. Take a sip of the whiskey, give it a nose, give it a sip. Give it its due time for the finish, and then go right into the tequila. No cleansing of your palate, no waiting, right into the tequila. Let's see what it does to it. You ready? Ready. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, when you went into the tequila, did you get a smokiness? There was a tiny bit of like a char, yeah, Yeah. like a barrel char note. Having sat here talking and John about one were movie titles going back into the whiskey man i i got that vitamin flintstone vitamin mineral taste again and it it stood out a little bit more but when i went into the tequila a good bit of smoke i I got a nice charred note in there okay that i really liked okay and the finish is going on yeah no, no, the finish is still going. But would you like equate it to like a mezcal almost, or not? More, not smoky, not smoky like a mezcal. A barrel just, char kind of a just, note. Just more of, I think more of what I would equate to a smoky note that I would get, not even in a scotch. Yeah, a smoky note in a bourbon or a rye. In an aged, an yep. aged bourbon. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, I, I can, I can go on with that. Yeah, no, I, I'm right along with that. For me. I got a weird, like a popcorn note. It's because we were talking about movies for so right? long. You're just, you're just sitting here Maybe. like, man, I could go for that popcorn and that fake like soybean oil oh. butter <laughs> topping. Yeah. Like I think it's listed on the packaging as <laughs> butter topping food. <laughs> food product. <laughs> yeah, food product. Yeah. I, I like, there was no butter, but I got like this little okay. bit... A little bit of like a popcorn note, but then I did get what you were saying. I did get the minerality mm-hmm. component. And then with that with that tequila, just for that instant, I can go along with your with your barrel char. Okay. But then just just this blanket mm-hmm. of like agave and honey, like an agave 
It was so sweet. But on the heels of that barrel char, yeah, that was nice. That was really mm. nice. Clearly, these were going to go well together. <laughs> it was a no-brainer. This was an but easy... it's good. Yeah, but that's really good. All right, are we ready for the... I think for we the have, reverse. I think we have to. I think right? we have to. So we're going to this time, same thing, give the tequila nose, give it a sip. We're not waiting. We're not cleansing. Give the Widow Jane 10-year a nose and a sip, and let's see what happens. And how awesome is it that it's the same proof? Oh, We don't have oh to gosh. adjust. We right. don't have to do anything. The and, same and after sip. that reload... I'm giving this a nice swig. <laughs> this is a quick sig swig. <laughs> Salute. Salute. Okay, that was really interesting. That was way better. That wow. was wonderful. So I got a little bit, a tiny bit, again, of that char you mm-hmm. mentioned when I first sipped the tequila. Yeah. Then when we got into the whiskey, it started off just like this wash of like sweet corn. I got this like right, sweet corn. Right. The minerality thing gone. Gone. And the agave stayed with the finish, the mid palate and the finish. It was a little bit hard to to pick out because mm-hmm. there was a really good wash of that corn sweetness, then the rye spice, then the barrel. But then as you went, you realized, oh, that agave's been there the whole way through. The agave finish lasted the whole Time with just this little twinge of like a funky and yeho type of finish. Okay. Way at the end, like a barreled, like a long barreled tequila. So, what, do you think that that was the whiskey influence, like the the oak and the yeah. agave? Yeah, yeah, the oak and the agave kind of mixing together with just this little bit of a funky note that you get right. in some of those aged and yehos. Oh, they're both solid, but. All day long, I'm going whiskey first. I'm sorry, tequila first, whiskey second. So I felt like whiskey to tequila gave me a way longer finish. Okay. That was a finish that was approaching two, three, four minutes because we had to restart what we were saying a couple of times. Right, right. Tequila to whiskey, not as long of a finish. It took out anything that I might not like. (laughs) Right. In the whiskey because it, it, it just cut out that vitamin yeah. taste. Yeah, and replaced it with agave. And replaced it in the agave lasted Which the whole Which we all know you're time. a fan of agave. Yes. <laughs> it, it's, it, for me, it's almost like a tie, but for different reasons. Oh, I mean, these are beauties. These are beautiful whiskeys and tequilas. I'm this telling is, you. This is awesome. Our listeners need to pick up both of these bottles and just sit back and forth and just appreciate what each one does to the other. Yeah, yeah, to I mean, elongate that finish oh. and to influence each other. Yeah, no, it's this is fantastic. Final thoughts. I mean, final thoughts are, I think every single tequila producer needs to go out there and start re- releasing special editions yeah. with a comparable whiskey right so that people can do this multiple times you know right. like okay so i don't know if it's going to be one two episodes ago i'm not exactly sure when this all drops but we you know we just did this with fortaleza winter blend right which is again one of these limited release special aging but it's it's more nondescript we sipped that with a sagamore ale cask yeah. finish and yeah. i i think and maybe, it was glorious yeah right we this is a situation where we can match it up Exactly. Yeah. 
We know that the Tequila Ocho was aged in Widow Jane 10-year bourbon barrels. Yes. This needs to happen more often. <laughs> I like to think that the barrel that aged this bottle went to Mexico and aged because it's only eight weeks and eight days. So it's very possible that that could have happened, right? I love the idea that these were yeah. both in the same barrel. Yeah, it's glorious. It, it needs to happen more. Yeah, you're right. Great show. I loved it. This was wonderful. I'm, I'm, and then we still have more in our glasses. Yeah, and we'll, I'm so we'll, happy about that. We'll sip a little bit and maybe geek out on yeah, some right. movies. Yeah, <laughs> maybe right, we'll we're do. Not, we're no. cutting that out yeah, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that will wrap it up for us, guys. We want to thank you for listening. Please like and follow and subscribe. We would love it if you could give us a five star rating and leave a review. You know, those reviews go a long way for us. We need those for the algorithms, right? So that other other geeks can find us, right? I'm sure there are geeks out there. I feel like we should have a hype horn for algorithms. <laughs> but a different one. I don't know what I don't know what it'll be yet, but we'll have it for another episode. Absolutely. We are on Instagram and have a Facebook group at Whiskey Tequila Fridays Podcast. We're asking that you get out there and spread hope and positivity, right? I mean, let's start a new year. Let's just keep on with this, you know, avoiding the negativity and just spread spread good things. And you know right? what helps with that? Picking up two bottles of booze and hanging out with your friends. Sharing good booze with yes, friends. Yes, sir. Yes, absolutely. All right. We want to thank Joby at Forsha Creek for our music. And we ask that you drink responsibly. And if you like drinking whiskey and you like drinking tequila, then it's always a Friday. Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday, Matt. We appreciate y'all hanging, but now it's time to go. We'll come on back for more whiskey to keep a Friday show. Maybe make a few cocktails. Maybe have some guests. So join us. That was horrible. (laughs) Come on, stay in character. My my voice cracked like a teenager.